Welcome back to Glad You're Here and HappyProductions.Live. As promised, the one, the only, Faith fucking Boblet is on the air. Faith, how you doing tonight? Ooh, I am doing really fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> great. I uh, you swear. Yeah, I, t- I told her. I told her she could swear. So, uh, any anyone, let, let me preface this. Any anyone who's out there taking the kids home from church on the Sunday replay, um, this may not be the interview for you. Maybe you put this one on and you get home. But mm. uh, yeah, that is that is all I got to say. Faith, thank you so much for coming up. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. good to be here. My my glad to be here. <laughs> well. I'm glad I'm glad to have you here. <laughs> it is it is entirely my pleasure. You have been man, you've you've risen the ranks in the Minneapolis music have scene. I? I I would say so. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tell my parents. No, I'm kidding. That's cool. Thank you for saying that. That's very kind. Yeah, That's well you've seen. Yeah, and you've been you've been putting out good music for so long, so it's it's well well earned. So we're honored to, to have you on the air. Oh, yeah. That's very nice. Thank you. I'm good at taking compliments, can you tell? Yes, you <laughs> as I'm like shriveling up into the woman I used to be now. <laughs> uh, everyone out there, you can see she she curled up in a ball as soon as I started I'm saying nice ground, things. She, you know? Yeah, it's it, it's okay. No, she, uh, she she is standing and taking compliments. Well, um, well, Faith. So it's been oh, it's been a couple of years since your since your last album came out. Mm. Take take care, yes. which was a breakup record. Fully, oh, fully breakup. It record. is a full breakup record, yeah, and it yeah. is it is a fun one. Um, yeah, the first question I got for you: What's your favorite breakup album of all time? I mean, other than Take Care. Wow, that's a really good one. I mean, I lo- sometimes not to like do a little a la me thing, but like I feel like Jagged Little Pill is so great, yeah. and I feel like. Take Care was kind of like my jagged little pill, like yeah. kind of feisty, kind of pissed off, and a little 90s vibe. I don't know. I took a page out of that book, I feel like. I think that's yeah. that's fair. It definitely, I definitely picked up on the 90s vibe, and yeah, Alanis Morissette shines through. Mm. Um, and it's it's much better than than Adam Levine's breakup record, which <laughs> what? songs about Jane. That was oh. it's the one the one Maroon <laughs> that, Five album that is like a band. I think is that oh really that they only had one full album. Well, no, I mean there's a they they made a bunch of them, but I feel oh. like there's one Maroon Five album, and then there's like ten Adam Levine albums. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, that's the one that has like. Uh, this love has yes. taken it still okay yeah i mean to be fair great pop song great pop song <laughs> i mean i i mean it it certainly is but if we're talking great breakup albums what? that one ends up in the top 10 i think still by default but, i was gonna say what would you say if that was my answer for sure songs about jane <laughs> that's it <laughs> you know i would have rolled with it because i still like this love is still a great song oh, man. Yeah. and then well, uh music. that harder to breathe is on that record oh yeah yeah wow my maroon five knowledge is deeper than i realized it is for everyone it's a shot it's like one of those things where you're like it is ingrained it was all over dna all over the radio in the early 2000s Mm. Um, so, Jagged Little Pill, Alanis Morissette, and anyone who hasn't heard Take Care, you should go do that right now, because I am, I was I was telling Faith, I, I know I made that disclaimer about swearing beforehand, but I was telling Faith, like, I can't play this song, this album on the radio, because it is so angry, it is so feisty, it's so raw, it's real, it's oh, yeah. visceral. It is visceral. Yeah. Yeah, I, can I tell you about how I started writing that album? Please do. So, I had a breakup. Whoa, what? <laughs> and... 
there was this situation, and let me just say, by the, right now, it's been five years since this happened. I'm in a good place with it. I have no good to hear ill will against anyone at all. Um, but my ex had always said there was this one girl. I was always kind of like, I get a weird vibe. Hmm, I don't know about it. That would never happen in a million years. Even if we weren't together, Faith, that would never happen. And I was like, okay. So we were broken up for a few, oh, maybe three months, and and I found out that they were dating. Oh no! And I was a little bit like like under the weather, like had a cold. So I like woke up the next day, couldn't breathe through my nose, took a Sudafed. I was so pissed, and I sat on the floor of my bedroom in my apartment in Seward, in Minneapolis. And I think I cranked out lyrics to three songs in like 20 minutes. Oh, geez. Just like, yeah. <laughs> so mad. And at least, and then it just kind of kept going from there. And then, and then, yeah, but it was, it was like the most raw feelings of like straight from my heart, like so much pain yeah. when it just felt so, like such a betrayal. And it now feels cool to go back and be like, damn I made something cool from that pain and that's why I love being a songwriter it's like huge to like be able to look back and be like oh that doesn't hurt me anymore and I have something to show for it so cathartic so yeah yes. so cathartic but yeah I I can like put myself there I can like feel the cold air in my apartment and like my butt falling asleep on the hardwood floors because I was just sitting there like pounding out these songs and then, yeah, they just kind of came together. I worked with um, Nick Costa on some of the music for about half the record, and then the other half I did kind of music and lyrics by myself. But, yeah, and then it was just, yeah, I don't know. It was so fun to do, and then, of course, want want COVID hit. Yeah. And so plans kind of fell by the wayside a little bit with, like, release and all that stuff. But I, I had been sitting on it by the time it came out in 2020 for like pretty much a year and a half, oh, if not more. So yeah. I was like, I just need to put this album out. And I'm glad I did. So I'm I'm glad you did. Thanks too. for listening to it. A hundred percent. And the people out there are glad you did too. And it was, the timing was interesting because such an angry record really fit the vibe of 2020. Mm. Like, even if you hadn't been through a breakup, you were right. like, yeah, I'm also fucking pissed off. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, yeah. you know, there was a lot of that going on. So it was, it was a little serendip- serendipitous that you, you know, put yeah. that out when you did, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but such a cool, such a cool record. And I don't, I don't want to make you spend all your time talking about the past because oh, no. i <laughs> whatever i'll what? talk about anything <laughs> well i know you're working on new stuff right I, yes i am yeah so so tell me about that what's what's going on what uh, what does faith boblet have cooking well i have a bunch of songs written that i'm excited about that sure some of them might be breakup songs but some of them are a little bit more I don't want to say like breakup songs aren't deep because I think breakup songs are super deep. That's like some of the hardest pain people feel is when you get heartbroken. But I feel like my heart was broken by this country so so many times in the past, you know, since, I mean, over and over again, right? We're growing and we're learning and we're hopefully getting better um, and unlearning things that we need to unlearn and um, doing doing necessary work to become better people to each other. Um, but yeah, I think that I'm I'm 
been reflecting on that more in the past couple of years, especially with COVID kind of forcing the slowdown and yeah, this period of reflection. And so I have some songs just about my perception of how things have been going. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like, I don't know, like sometimes when you have the history of writing breakup music and songs about boys and whatever, like I sometimes wonder if people think, and this is me fully like projecting maybe other people's thoughts of me, but you kind of think, huh, is that like my pigeonhole? Like, have I boxed myself into this little thing of like writing songs because my heart is broken by a man? Because like I can, I can do that and I can write about, the way that the world has broken my heart and so many others. And I think that, it, I guess it's a little bit empowering to have a different take yeah, and, and a different stance. Yeah, and, and for the record, anyone who pigeonholes you is just an idiot. You know, like, I mean... Word. Pe- <laughs> people try and pigeonhole Taylor Swift, and I don't yeah. know if you're a Taylor Swift fan, but I am, and, yeah. and they'll be like, she only writes breakup songs. I'm like, well, you're you're just missing out on the art then. If, if you just want to say, some, oh, that's all they do, that's all Faith does. Right. Well, it's just, whatever. I, I yeah. lost somebody I don't really care about anyway, you know? Yeah, and uh, who knows? Maybe no one thinks that, and maybe there's not that many people listening and so I'm really you know making myself a bigger deal than I am but I think that's just kind of the like I'm like okay like I'm maybe proving myself to myself a little bit like okay I can I can branch out of that and and it feels good so yeah exactly and and taking taking that to the uh, to the streets, as it were, and, and writing about the world and how it's broken. I mean, you you do still get to write about like you know men breaking your heart because we've been in charge for a long time and we've broken a lot of shit. Whoa, see, and you that's know. where I was gonna go with it. <laughs> but I was like, I've been talking for like forty five seconds straight, so I'm just gonna wrap it up. I so thank just... you for for bringing it full circle there. <laughs> yeah, no problem, no problem. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you're working you're working on a new record. You're you're doing doing all of those things the uh, the promotional tour for for take care is, is pretty much wrapped up now right so yeah, promotional, tour. <laughs> promotional yeah, tour. yeah for sure i mean i mean if someone hasn't listened to it go listen to it yeah, especially exactly. if you're upset with anyone <laughs> yes it is a, it it'll is get a, you it'll get you going it is a cathartic <laughs> cathartic record well faith do you want to do you want to play one of the new songs that you're working sure, on sure yeah i will i will do that it doesn't have to be a new one i guess no yeah i think i think i'm gonna do at least a couple new ones cool um yeah and this let me just make sure my guitar is you know acclimated a hundred percent i'm gonna just Turn away and tune for yeah. a second. While you do that, I'll do I'll do all the plug stuff. Um, so you're listening to Happy Productions Live. We have Faith Boblet live in the studio tonight. If you want to hear Faith's music, she's on all the streaming platforms. The best way to support local artists is I always say the first thing you can do is go to the gig. That's the best thing. And then when you're at the gig, buy the merch there because then Faith gets all the proceeds when you when you see that. So if you go to her website, uh, faithboblet.com, is that is that correct, Faith? Oh, yes, it is. It is. All right. So if you go to faithboblet.com and sign up for her email list and all that good stuff, you'll be updated to when she's playing around town and you can go to those shows and buy the gear. And then the second best way to support a local artist, and Faith, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think Bandcamp is going to be your best bet when it comes to purchasing merch that isn't on the website or direct that it gives. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they're doing the Bandcamp Friday and they wave their share, yeah. which 
I don't know when the next one is. No, it, it, it was like every Friday for a while, and yeah. now it's just kind of random. Yeah, it is um, random, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the best thing. And then the third thing you can do is go stream it on any of those streaming websites. And then when you find it and you're like, oh, Take Care is a great record, then you can go buy it from Faith. Mm. Did you get that, uh, that guitar all tuned up? I hope so. <laughs> I guess we'll find out <laughs> we in a will, second. We will. Um, do you mind giving me a strum on it so I can get I my don't. levels in? I don't. I don't mind. All right. Do you want this to this little this microphone to be moved at all? You want to move it up just a little bit? Up like up? You like closer or to closer. the Yeah, sorry. And do I need to be closer to this for singing? You're good for that. Okay, cool. Does this feel good? There. This feels good. Give me one more strum. You're ready. It feels good? It feels good. <clears throat> okay, cool. Well, Shall I go? <laughs> yes, it's all yours. All right, cool. This song, um, wow, I feel like our conversation right before this was so perfect. This song is called American Self-Portrait, and I wrote this actually back in July of 2020, so it's it's a couple years old, but not recorded or released, so here you go. <laughs> here it is. To see a change More meaningful Than daybreak And when I think about it All at once I am afraid Afraid that my voice won't carry weight Afraid cause you know that it's too late But awake, rinse, repeat Afraid that the vote don't mean a thing Ashamed cause the picture's already framed for us For you, for me I just wanted to isn't all we bleed Our country's currency is greed And do you have what you Shame, shame that your voice won't carry weight. Ashamed, cause you know. 
That's an incredible song. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. I have so many questions on okay. that one because yeah. I loved it so much. Thank you. Yeah, so, okay. You wrote that in July of 2020. Yes. Um, and I, I did add the second half of the bridge about the body choices recently. That's, that's I thought that might fair. be. That is relevant. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I can see why that would be a recent thing. Mm-hmm. And in in my humble opinion, yes. songs like that, that mm-hmm. I don't want to call it a political song, but you know what I mean? That like people can be like, oh, it's political. Yeah. Whatever. Those are the hardest to write. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a tough line to walk and like have it yeah. be, be meaningful and not um, like picking a side of, of whatever yeah. the thing is. You know what I mean? Totally. But you did it so incredibly, and there's Thanks. so many subtle things in that song that are just great. Like, that money isn't all we bleed line. I, that was great. Thank you. Then, our country's currency, and the way that you did that melody, kind of like My Country Tis of Thee, was that, uh, is that intentional? You know, I was playing with that a little bit earlier today, the melody. Yeah? Yeah. And I, I don't even, it wasn't super intentional, but I was like, oh, I feel like I kind of it was a very subtle change to like the original way I wrote it. Yeah, and maybe it's the same. I guess I was like, it feels different. But yeah, um, no. But our country's currency is great. Kind of starts to sound like our country tis of thee. Yeah, which I did notice that when I wrote it. Okay, but I the melody wise, I don't think I did as intentionally. <laughs> so it's so cool, but Thanks. it's kind of it's kind of a hallmark of of your writing that I've that I've noticed is that there's a lot of like subtle things in addition to what you just see on the surface if you're if you're really listening. So it's super cool. Thanks. Like I'm you know, I'm I'm jealous. Um because when <laughs> no, <laughs> when I when it, well when I was when I was a younger and, and more insecure person, my thing that I used to say is be like, oh people with great voices can never write. They never need to learn how to write. They just have pretty voices. <laughs> and so y- there you are blowing up eighteen year old Grant's whole theory um with a pretty voice and, and being able to write great songs. Well, thank you. That's very. That's a very lovely compliment. I appreciate that. It's it's, it's the least I can do. Um, no, so that's that's incredible. And I'm just curious, like, how do you go about writing a song? What's the Faith Boblet process? And I, I don't mean like yeah. what comes first, the words or the music. Like, what happens? You walking through the world with like a pen and paper, or your note, your notes in your phone, or how, how does how does it happen? I usually. It's usually notes in the phone, but more recently, in the last couple of months, I've been journaling more. I go through phases in my life of journaling, um, 
usually during sad times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been I've been doing a little more pen to paper writing, and there's something a little more quote unquote cathartic, or I don't know something about like literally crossing out the idea, which I don't know if it's helpful or not because when you're writing it on your phone, lyrics wise, you could just like double click delete and then you don't think about it again but I kind of have been appreciating noticing the evolution of a song from start to finish more with a pen and paper route Um, in terms of when I'm writing though I I really respect and admire people that sit down and write like most days if not every day that is not my method as of right now not saying it can't change but I think I'm more like I, I need to have that emotional connection to the song yeah. and have it be very personal to buy into it. That, I like that phrase, to buy into it. Yeah. That makes sense because I, I think a lot, a lot of the people that do the writing every day, it's an, it's an exercise, it's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they look at it as it's, it's a muscle, you flex it and you, and you work it. Yeah. But they throw away a lot of the stuff they write and they'll all right. admit it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's... Yeah, totally. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're not interrupting. This is yeah. this is your show. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the Faith Boblet Hour. I'm well, glad you're it here. feels pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I <clears throat> pardon me, my little frog in my throat. I, I like want to do that kind of, but like, but also I don't. I don't want to do it. If I'm being completely honest, I understand the value and the muscle and the like, the practice and the you know kind of just pushing through because I used to be very guilty of like sitting down because I felt thought I felt inspired or I thought I was upset or whatever had a strong emotional reaction to something and then I'd like write three lines and I couldn't go anywhere and I'd be like whatever and I think if not even just to get better at pushing through those moments because sometimes you do and like what comes through on the other side is so cool and if you would have just had that discipline of like the practice yeah then maybe that would have you know but but yeah for now there's so much other stuff just like you know just in life being a human being a woman in this day and age and like I'm on my own which is great I'm happy to be self-sufficient and independent I think that's very powerful and awesome and it's hard work and so adding one more thing to the plate is like well not right now maybe maybe soon maybe not (laughs) i i think that is fair the world is not set up for for being self-sufficient like i i i would complain about this all the time because like how are you supposed to work 40 hours a week go home eat do do laundry do all the things right it's just not it's it's a lot and then you're gonna add on and i'm gonna write every day to that that's that's a lot but it seems like your process is kind of like you let things marinate and then they and then they tumble out after they've been kind of living and bouncing around in your head for a little while. Yes, it's the dryer method. <laughs> I like that. The tumble dry. The tumble dry. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, you think the stuff's dry before it is. You go and you check and you just have to turn it back on for 10 more minutes. That's, that's exactly right. And then sometimes you forget that it's in there 
and then it's wrinkly. Yeah, that's, I feel like this actually really applies. It really does work. <laughs> this is a good analogy. Damn, I'm, yeah. I'm liking where we're the going. The dryer, with this. Faith yeah. Bobble, the dryer, the dryer method. method. Ooh, oh, somebody write a book. That is, that does have a I'm book. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's got self help book written yeah, all over it. The dryer it. method. The dryer method. Yeah. Oh, we'll do a TED talk. You don't have to write a book. Just give yeah, a TED talk. Faith Bobble, the dryer method. Oh yeah, I can. I want. I've always wanted one of those little Britney Spears microphones. Oh, that yeah. goes around the ear and comes out in front. That's, that's very, that's very TED Talk. <laughs> that's, that's TED yeah. Talk. Yeah, no, I don't know. But I know you didn't ask lyrics or music first, but usually, I mean, lyrical content is always where it starts for me. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's kind of what I was curious, like yeah. where where the, the gem of the idea comes from, right? Yeah, yeah. Because then you're, so you, so you start with lyrical content, Maybe you get it on that first try. Maybe it bounces around your head, goes back in the dryer, and tumbles around. Right. Then you pop that lyric back out, and you're like, oh, that's a great one. And mm-hmm. then you pick up the guitar, mm-hmm. and then, or do you have, like, you know, you play guitar, and you strum, you come across, like, oh, that's a cool chord progression that just kind of lives there, and then you try and marry it to the, to the lyrics you found? Or are you just like, I'll get something new? If I can do it, I try to do both at the same time. Yeah. Um, and, and I will have conversations in my apartment by myself. Like, just trying to like explore it's kind of like a journal out loud it's like exploring the like line of like okay this is what i just said so what else am i trying to say or like what else do i feel about that like i'll be this is literally what i'll say to myself and then and then i'll be like well this blah 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 and then i'll i'll find a path somewhere and then go with it and then there you know you got to sprinkle in a little you know trying to be clever like have a quick little one-liner in there somewhere and whether anyone else knows it but the person that it's about whatever but i know it's in there so you know what i mean mean. but yeah usually i would say very rarely music first yeah in terms of chord progression because i pick the guitar up to write i don't pick the guitar up to play guitar sorry anyone that ever wanted me to be better at guitar (laughs) mostly me i'm saying that to me when i listen to this later (laughs) Sorry, Faith. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think I think it's good to know know what your strengths are and to play to those when it comes to to writing or mm-hmm. your, your playing and, and all of those things, right? Because there's there there are people that play guitar to play guitar, and that's their whole thing. Of course. And like you have them in your band. I do, <laughs> you, and right? I usually like when we do full band. I very rarely play guitar anymore. Nice. I just sing, and it's so fun. Oh, you just get to be free on stage yeah. and just do like. Okay, so I have a question about that. Yeah. Like being being on stage without an instrument. Do you ever feel like, what do I do with my hands? I, and I've seen you perform, and it's, like, really energetic. But I'm curious if, like, in your head, you're like, I'm just going to do a dance movie. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I think probably earlier, like, I think it was two years ago now that we started playing with this lineup <clears throat> of the two, Love Seth Dewan and um, Steve Bransig, who are incredible and amazing, and I love them so much. I think at first it was a little, like, <sighs> okay. And so I would never put the mic on the stand. Oh, yeah. Just because I was like, well, I'm holding it the whole time. Right. Because then at least one hand has something to do. Yeah. And then, yeah, but now I feel like my um, cardio isn't as strong as it was then, so I can't quite run around in that same way. So now I'm setting it on the stand a little more. It's kind of dictated by my cardiovascular health (laughs) at this point in time. But, um, no, I, I don't know. I think now I'm more comfortable just being like in that moment and just going for it we did a show at 7th street this fall and i was like let's 
go <laughs> and it was like such a fun one and and yeah but I will not lie I a- always get very nervous before shows yeah. and it's just the whole thing you just get scared I just get scared and I was just watching a video of some guy talking about how you know excitement anxiety a very close in feeling and yep. neurochemical neurotransmitters all that so I get that but Man, the hour or two before the show, my BPMs just oof, heart rate is just up there. It. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I can't wear my Fitbit anymore because it was getting a little obsessive. I, <laughs> I was like, nah, I just won't do that. I just won't. And I can't get an Apple Watch because of that either. Save because it's always tracking it. Yeah, and yeah. I am like, side note, just very obsessed with sleep. I think it's so interesting, and I always like knowing my sleep cycle. So I can't do the Fitbit or the Apple Watch, but That's... but I get nervous before shows, and I used to get scared about the hands thing, but I don't think. I I am anymore. No, you definitely. <laughs> there we go. I'm gonna bring it back. I, I, I was like, it. I know I went on a tangent, but <laughs> I no, I love, I love the tangent because the the heart rate thing hits hits close to home for me. Like, I had a conversation with my therapist one time, mm. and I'll just I'll just air this. Like, and I was like, yeah, no, things are good. Like, I'm only noticing my heart rate gets up to like 90 sometimes when I'm getting anxious. And he's like, all right, how often are you looking at this yeah. thing? And I was like, you know, just like X Y Z, like normal times. And he's like not normal times he's like no he's like he's like have you died yet i go well no he goes take that thing off what are you doing you lunatic no no it's but it is like sometimes are we're so self-aware yes which goes into the hands really the what do i do with my hands thing it's the same it's not the same but it same but like kind of the same concept you're like "Ah, yeah what should i do throw them up (laughs) exactly put them on my hips do a little dance yeah yeah and and like you said about how excitement and anxiety are so close to each other and you're obviously excited to play the show like it's the thing you love to do yeah so you know i i totally totally understand what you're saying yeah well faith i gotta take a second and uh get us away from anxiety and thank some thank some sponsors here but we will be right back with faith boblet um faith is there anything i missed before i thank some sponsors anything i missed for where people can find you and kind of where your uh goings ons are going you know what i think so just like you know i'm not on tiktok that's one place you will not find me (laughs) good move but i'm on like the other socials and stuff and and yeah website's good needs a little update though i'll I'll just say that. Anyway, oh, oh. I think you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. I'm glad you're here at happyproductions.live. Glad you're here. Hi, I'm Patrick Moore, attorney with Jocelyn Moore in Cambridge. Jocelyn Moore is a full-service law firm that provides legal services ranging from personal injury litigation to wills, trusts, and estates. If you have legal questions or are facing legal issues, please make Jocelyn Moore your first call. We'll assess your situation and give you honest advice and practical solutions. Call us for a no-obligation free consultation. Jocelyn Moore Law Office, PA, 763-689-4101. That's 763-689-4101. Jocelyn Moore. Bev Paddle is a production brewery opened up here in Duluth, just focusing on making really good beer. Bending tradition is a cornerstone of our brewing philosophy. Each beer is based off a classic style, but we've added our own little edge. You know, we have an experience that comes with the beer. Um, a lot of people travel to Duluth, and a lot of those people try Ben Paddle for the first time when they're in Duluth. You can relive those experiences through drinking our beer. 
Hey, this is Emma inviting you to join me for Musical Hot Dish, Saturdays 11 to 4, right here at happyproductions.live. More happiness, less crappiness. Welcome back to Glad You're Here in HappyProductions.Live. We are live with the one and only Faith Boblet. Faith, welcome back. I know we didn't go anywhere. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's good. My guitar is all tuned. It's all tuned. Well, <laughs> since we got it tuned, why don't we uh, let you play another song? Sure. I'm going to do another new one. I love that. Because why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, a, this is a breakup. We'll just go back to the roots. This is a breakup <laughs> song. I wrote this over the summer. Um, is it is it from the same breakup as Take Care or is it different different, different breakup? All right, different one. I yes. dig it. Had another one. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. I'm good. I actually just will say that I had a lovely moment. I'm house and dog sitting for my best friend and her husband, and the dogs were sleeping, and I was just like chilling and went back every once in a while I'll just go back in my Instagram story archive and I don't know if it's like torture or like what am I doing but I went back to like the start of that relationship which was like a little over a year ago and I was kind of just like oh how is this gonna be and I didn't cry hey. so I'm like am I over it have I done it have I done the insurmountable yeah um which maybe maybe yes maybe no who knows but this is about about that and this is about um, this I think this song can go out to anybody who has had a breakup that they didn't want to happen which most of them we probably don't want to happen because our you know brains get attached to someone <laughs> um, which is so fun and then you there's nothing more you want than it to like that person to come back and apologize or <clears throat> make it right somehow. But meanwhile, you know that even if they did, they already walked away. They already chose not you. Right. Which is hard. That's so tough. the song is about that. It's called Never Right. All right. <coughs> Never Right. I'm glad you're here by Faith Boblet. <coughs> Deal. 
That's also an incredible song. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. You have such a unique sound. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was trying to think of how to describe it, but it's like if 90s alternative mm. and 90s country mm-hmm. had a daughter. Wow. And then she spent a lot of time hanging out with singer-songwriters. Cool. That's what it felt like. That's cool. Can <laughs> at, After this, will you write that down? Yeah. Because I have a hard time explaining my vibe. <laughs> it, I get it. It's hard to write your own bio, right? Yeah. Oh. And I, so my day job is I'm a dental hygienist, and sometimes it will come up in conversation with patients. Actually, a fair amount of times yeah. it will come up that I'm a musician, too. And every time someone asks, yeah, what's your style? Yeah. I'm like, ah. Or rather they ask, what's your style? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do pride myself in only asking yes or no questions and almost always, even if it's a yes or no question, I pull the hands out real fast so they can get a full full that's, response. It's considerate of you. I try. Yeah. We but, appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's good. Okay. I like that. Cool. Yeah, it's it's a it's a cool vibe. It's Thanks. uh and it's it, it creates a unique sound and the songs are great because you know as well as i do like sometimes you can create a cool vibe but then the songs aren't there and it it doesn't you know it's it's like wow i found this cool sound but i can't make a song with it right Mm -hmm. but you've managed to do all three it's kind of the perfect trifecta thank you i think that's a big thing for me like discovering new music it's hard because so much for me is is lyrical content and like is there something meaningful being said or if it's not even meaningful whatever but like is there something smart about it or does yeah. it catch you? And I don't know if that's not there. It's really hard for me to like get into it. I'm, I am right there with you. Yeah. It's, it's almost, it's, how do I put this? Like there are different genres of music that specialize in different things. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are some where lyrics don't matter as much. And yeah. for whatever reason, I'm just not attracted to those genres. Same. You know, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. not like, like they're, they're great, but I don't like pickles. And so if you gave me the best pickle in the mm. world, I'm still not going to like it. Cause I don't like pickles. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's funny. <laughs> no, that's good like, though. It's true. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, yeah, the, the lyrics, the lyrics come first and it's, it comes through in the way you write the songs, right? You write lyrics first because that is the first thing that you're drawn to mm-hmm. in a song. So when you write these songs and then you bring them to the studio to go record them, what's mm-hmm. that process like? 
That's something that's going to change this time, I think. Um, The last three releases, so Take Care, Enough, and then the EP that I released before that, which is called Tell Me, um, I recorded with a really good friend of mine, Noel Tate, um, out of, like, his home studio, and, hmm, I guess all three of those were slightly different. It was a slightly different process, but I think I'm going to... I'm, let's just say I'm not in the studio yet, and I have a new lineup with my band, okay. and at least with the guitarists. And my dad lives three hours away, so I'm not sure how it's going to go. But right now, my guitar player and friend Seth Dewan and I are like demoing out a lot of songs just like this, like guitar vocals to a click, and then um, we're going to kind of send them out to the band to work on a little bit nice. and and then I think we're going to go from there like I will admit the band is I'm so lucky we like hard, we've had like one practice as a band wow and so they're just so good yeah. these guys all of them and so not to say that we shouldn't practice and that practice isn't valuable of course it is but yeah so um it's just hard with covid and people's schedules blah yeah. blah blah but anyway I would like to then bring them the band together and work on it, but I'm also kind of toying with the idea of doing a thing where maybe different players on different songs and different producers for different songs cool. and like different studios for different songs, as long as it can still sound relatively cohesive at the final product. That's a really cool idea. Yeah, because yeah. then it's it's fun. You get to work with different people, and it's kind of just like a different vibe. And with Take Care, it was so like I knew exactly what I wanted and I got exactly what I wanted and I'm happy with it and I think I'm ready for something a little different cool yeah, yeah that sounds exciting yeah. that'll, that'll be cool I think so yeah great time and all these studios are gonna be gonna be lucky to have you hanging out um, shout out to Minnehaha Recording Company I gotta, I gotta recommend them if you're going around the around okay. to a bunch of them just, yeah, to, just yeah. to throw it out there but um, yeah, because he's gonna be on. He's gonna be on here next week with Jillian Ray. So oh, yeah. yeah, next week got Jillian Ray and Tony Williamette for anybody out there. I'm, I'm derailing the conversation. Oh right no, now, but derail it. Yeah, That's gonna be awesome. That'll be listen into that. Yeah, yeah. So so you get you get all these players together and you bring them bring them into the studio after they've gone through maybe not even many practices but going through demos and, and click tracks and things like that. And then are you are you a dictator in there or, or do you believe in like democracy? How do you how do you run the ship? Yeah. I'm definitely not a dictator no. because I like I like playing music with the people that I play music with and I play music with them for a reason. I think that they're creatives and they are hard, you know, have worked hard at their craft and there's a reason that they're as talented as they are and I think that that deserves to be showcased. Yeah. And so I mean, if I have like a really strong idea of like, I think it would be really powerful to have a stop here, I'll probably be like, I really want to stop here. And then that maybe is important. But overall, I'm I'm very open to like collaboration and seeing kind of where the song can go. Yeah. And and does it how often is it that like you hear it in your head one way mm-hmm. and then by the time it's run through the Faith Boblet band that it ends up way out in left field where you never even would have imagined or is it usually within like the sphere of kind of what your expectations are of what the band's going to do with it? I feel like it's very much like bell curvy. Like yeah. you know, it's kind of like within because I'm because I think just inherently like the style is kind of like the formulas are for the songs are pretty similar and the, the genre isn't 
too far reaching in one direction or the other um, for the most part. So I think they land kind of in that, within that yeah. bell curve for the most part. But every once in a while, like on, on Take Care with the song Nice Guy, I wrote that. I never do this. I never do this. And I don't do it anymore. Because of this, I like, I wrote like two or three different versions of it. Oof. And then I, I liked certain parts of all three, I and I wanted to combine them. And I think I finally somehow made it work, but it took like Oof. weeks of like redemoing and like sending it to Noel and being like, "Is this good?" And he'd be like, ah. <laughs> "And I'm like, no, I'm never doing this again." So I'm trying to avoid doing that. And I actually, well, I kind of half did it on one song, That's but we won't we won't talk about that. Oh man. Well, we can, but 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 that one. I'm not sure how it's going to go yet. Yeah. I, I might just like abandon ship where and just like come back to it and say whatever about those two versions. And yeah, anyway. Sometimes that's the way to do it. Yeah. That's how Green weird. Day wrote American Idiot by accident. Did you know that? Uh-uh. They, their like demos song. got stolen for that record. They're, they had a record finished and they got stolen out of a van and then they had to go back and they had to like, they recreated it. I don't, I mean, I don't know how much of it was the original or whatever, right. but like. They're like, yeah, we don't have that, have that oh shit anymore. Oh my gosh, I was in this band, the Crash Bandits, and um, I was just like backup singer, played a little synth here and there, but my friend Matt Brown was like one of the principal songwriters, and he had a notebook. They had just wrote like five or six new songs, if not more, on top of his car, drove oh, away. No. Yeah. Oh God, that is I know. hell. But then the stuff they wrote right after that, I'm sure they were able to salvage some, but yeah. not everything in the album or the EP or whatever that came after that was, br- I thought, brilliant. Yeah. So it's like sometimes good stuff happens it, from it, that. Yeah, sometimes it's it's meant to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah some, sometimes that's the way she goes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this this is also cool, and I know you're taking a break right now from, from playing live shows. Yeah, kind of, like yeah. here and there, but yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not like hitting the ground running playing live shows yeah for yeah. for sure but but when you when you come back and you're playing you're playing with your band do you ever do solo acoustic shows anymore yeah like sometimes uh usually not solo if i can i i just don't love to be up there by myself i like having like a friend to look at when i make a mistake <laughs> and then the, them filling the space a little bit not filling the space that sounds i don't mean to diminish it but um my fr- seth seth doing and i will do duo so- sets a lot of the time i think we have one in february that's probably not announced yet at aster Ooh. where we're just doing like a little opening that'll be fun 30 minute set yeah nice yeah good, good place to play in the winter so i was just literally thinking that about like how you look out and you see the city and the lights and just maybe a flurry here and there it's so like romantic kind of it really is yeah. like it is the most romantic winter venue i think we have it's Hands so cozy it's there. so cozy in there yeah. it's yeah. the best view of the city from from wherever and oh god i love it i have another quick derail in the conversation derail, i i ended up in new york city last week you ever been there i haven't been in 10 years okay um but i have been okay yeah okay so i went there and the whole time i was just like i want to go home <laughs> <laughs> all i could think of is like yeah this is a cool view but i i like i was thinking specifically of the aster i was like yeah, your city's cool, but I like the view at the Astor more still, you know? Uh, that's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there's something to be said about Minneapolis. I love it there. It's, it can be interesting in terms of the scene and um, 
dynamics and it's kind of insular in some ways not saying it's a bad thing but uh, yeah I know I I know what you mean that that does kind of lead me to the one question that I ask everybody I have Mm. one scripted question that I've been asking everybody so there are a lot of places you could be making music like you could be doing this in Nashville you could be in New York you could be in LA you know whatever Mm. Um, so I'm I'm just really curious like what is it about Minnesota that makes you want to stick stick around the Minnesota music scene and, and do it do it here because we're grateful to have you. Well, I'm happy to be here. I think if I'm being completely honest, I'm going to just be super real. It's scary to leave comfort. Yeah. And I'm comfortable here. And my, I mean, outside factors, my family is all in Minnesota, mostly. Yeah. And in like, in terms of immediate family, like within the Twin Cities or my parents are just a couple hours away. Um, I have, yeah, I have a lot of relationships here and with musicians and venues and starting, I'm 31, almost 32. I'm like, damn, starting <laughs> over sounds really hard. Oh, and, man. And you can have all the connections in the world, but like moving somewhere new, not that I haven't thought about it, um, but yeah, it's pretty terrifying just to be completely honest yeah, yeah. it's it's a lot I mean, and it's, i love it here though like yeah. i want to echo that like i i do i value the scene and i've been noticing more and more with you know and quote unquote post-covid we're not post-covid but you know <laughs> yep. post-covid world people are coming back out to shows more willingly and yeah. and i'm seeing more familiar faces you know every single time even when i'm just going to see a show I'm like yeah. oh there's like Megan from Kiss the Tiger or there you know yep. there's Siri from Humbert or whoever and it's really nice to see that yeah. kind of camaraderie come back a little bit right yeah just the same the same people kind of building a community like yeah. we're building a scene that's what it's all about yeah and I want that with like younger songwriters and and musicians I hope that that can only like grow and continue to like foster that support for each other. Yeah. Cause it's so important and it, it means everything to look out and see like a drummer from like another band you really respect there in the crowd right. to like see your set, you yeah, know, or huge. maybe they're not there to see your set, but the <laughs> band after you, but you still see them there. So it feels good, you know? <laughs> and then you're more likely to be like, Oh, I'm going to go catch their set next time. And yeah, and then collaboration can happen, and it's cool. It's so. cool, and you build cool things. Cool things happen yeah. just by being there. Totally, just, totally. Just being there. That's mm-hmm. half the half the, the battle, really. Yeah, it's like the yoga thing. Like, I don't. Did you, have you ever taken a yoga class? My girlfriend is a fitness instructor. Oh, okay. Uh-huh, <laughs> so she's kicked my ass a couple of times. Okay, because yes, yes. a lot of times <laughs> in the beginning of, like, a yoga class, they have you start off, like, in child's pose or whatever, and they say... the hardest part is over you made it to your mat yep and it's like i think that really relates to like shows especially in the winter in minnesota it's like damn the last thing you want to do is go start your car scrape your windshield drive downtown find parking but as soon as you're in the main room or the entry or the fine line or or out at turf or wherever it's so warm it's like Coat check, where you at, baby? I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like the best feeling. And oh. then you're like, okay, like, you're so glad you went. You, exactly. You never you never regret going to the show, Mm-mm. ever. Even even if it's bad. Yeah. Like, in, in there's, there's something to be said about watching a great musician even have a bad night. 
like getting getting that experience you it's know it's real yeah, yeah it's it's and it can happen to anybody it can <laughs> it it has not happened to faith bobble yet but it could it could no, someday maybe it so has if you, <laughs> if, you, if you keep going to the shows you might catch yeah, one where she makes catch a mistake weird one. Yeah. yeah they happen <laughs> they do i promise oh <laughs> uh, that's and that's that's the cool thing is like we're all human and getting to catch such cool musicians and local artists in these rooms is so special you don't have to go to the xl energy center to see right. a show you know right. and right. pay 80 dollars for parking or whatever it is down there yeah. pay 70 oh bucks God. for a ticket 20 bucks for a beer oh so yeah you can go oh yeah like, the 20 bucks for a beer just kills me right no, you can go to the aster in february and watch faith boblet give a show and you can pay i don't remember what beers are at the aster anymore but like six seven bucks I feel like it's maybe like eight or nine. It might be eight or nine. Yeah, I know. It's like hashtag inflation. I, <laughs> hashtag inflation. I also picked one of the spendier venues on St. Anthony, Maine. But you know what I mean, well, we, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's certainly not $20. Exactly. It's definitely still cheaper than the XL or the Target Center. <laughs> um, and, you know, no no, uh, no offense meant to Taylor Swift or anything like that. Like, I, I'll still go to that. Yeah, if I we could, love Taylor. Yeah, if I could get tickets for it. But I wish she would play at the Turf Club. Can you imagine? Dude, that would be so cool. Like it? a mic like the current used to do those micro shows. Maybe they still do. I yeah. don't know. Maybe that would be a one for the storybooks. That would be one for the storybooks. Is that a phrase? Did I make yeah. one for the history books? One for the storybooks. I think oh, no. you made it a phrase. You made, made it. I'm gonna write a song about that's it. That's it. There's a song in there. That's the new album title, One what? for the Storybooks. I'm perfect. kidding. It's that's, not gonna be that's uh, that. that is perfect. One for the storybooks, Faith Boblet. You heard it here first. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of the new album, do you want to play one more song? We got about five minutes left. Just enough time for one sure. more if you want. Yeah? I do. I'm trying to think if I wanna play this like kind of feisty one that I is like brand new, brand new. I I, I think was, you should. I told myself I would just do it. So I think I'm going to just do it. You should do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you didn't cool. need my encouragement. <clears throat> you you know what's up. Um, I feel like I get a little louder on this one, so maybe I should back this away. Good to know. No, you'll be fine. I'll or turn should my, I I'll, not? I'll turn the gain down. <clears throat> okay, cool. Yeah. Is Thanks. it guitar loud and vocals? I think so. All right. I'll turn the gain down. You'll be all right. Okay, cool. And yeah, yeah. Um, this is a real chance I'm taking everyone that's listening, so... Just bear with me. This is the show that you went to that that I finally, you know, really messed up. No, I'm kidding. I hope not. I don't want to put that in the universe. Oh, I kind of do just feel like I need to back up. Speaking of putting things in the universe, while you, like, tune your guitar there, yeah. on my flight to New York, we landed 30 minutes early, oh, wow. and the flight attendant was like, so next time you fly with Insert Airline, and it's the flight is delayed, it doesn't count. And the second he said that, I was like, you know what you just did? You you just jinxed you just plane. jinxed everyone, and sure enough, my flight home delayed an hour. And I don't I don't mind a flight delay, but I I was like you blamed that I flight. blamed that flight attendant the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Wow, interesting. I know that's such a move yeah. to <laughs> to just go for it like that. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm a little nervous. This is I I'm glad I don't have my Fitbit on because I'd probably <laughs> check my heart rate. My hands are sweaty, so that's a good sign. That's a good sign. Um, you heard it here first, folks. This I don't even have a video of this on my Instagram. A lot of times I'll do that. Um, yeah, this song is called "But What If You <laughs> But What If You Didn't." <laughs> but what if you didn't, Faith Boblet? I'm oh, glad boy. you're here. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I cry to you. Thought I could 
of truth Too scared to say No to you I'll show you my scars If you want to see Cause you wouldn't listen And now my body's keeping Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's an awesome song. Thank you. Yeah, that's going on the new record, right? You decided? I think so. Oh, I love that. Yeah, thank oh, you. Cool. What was the name of that one? Uh, but What If You Didn't. But What If You Didn't on Glad You're Here exclusive uh, so yeah. far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, Faith, thank you so much. Um, we're at the end of our hour already. Can you Thanks believe for, how fast that flies? I well, I had so much fun. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. Yeah. This is this is an absolute ball. And anyone sticking around, which hopefully is all of you out there, we're playing Faith Boblets enough. Uh, twenty eighteen is that when that came it out? It did. Yes. Wow, Goodness I got that. Gracious. Wow. Um, anything you want to say about that record before I throw it on in full for everybody? Enough. Yeah. Enough was the pre-breakup album to the take care. Pre-breakup album yeah, to take it's care. Like the, it's like I wrote most of it before the breakup. Love it. But yeah. Yeah. If you if you did back to back, you'd be like, huh, this guy sounds interesting. Oh. <laughs> it tells a story. It tells a story. Oh, I love that. All right. So everyone out there, once we're done listening to Enough together, you got to go listen to Take Care on your own. Because um, like I said, I'll get fired probably if I play that one in its entirety. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's okay. I get it. It's good. It's so good. Um, <laughs> here, we're going to take a second. Thanks for sponsor. We're going to come back with Enough by Faith Bible. Can't thank you enough for coming up here. This has been an absolute ball. And yeah, I can't wait. I, 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 let me know where I can get to. When I, are tickets for that Astro Show available yet? I don't think so. Okay. But we are at... Th- Full band is at the entry on the 26th of January. Very nice. So that'll be a little sassier vibe. That'll be a sassier yeah, vibe. It'll be really fun, that show. Cool. And is it announced? I can go get tickets right now? That one is announced. Yes, you Love can go it. get tickets right now. Do it. Go, go, get go get some tickets to her show at the entry January 26th. And then after that, at the Astor. Anywhere else you're playing? Uh, mm, nothing. Nothing, nothing that's booked right now, but mm. I, I will keep you posted, I promise. Exactly. <laughs> go to that website, sign up for that email list, follow her on social media, all of that good stuff. You know where to find her. Faith Boblet. Thanks again. We're going to thank some sponsors and then come back. I'm going to shut up for a little bit and uh, Faith's going to sing to you via her studio recordings. All right. Thank you, everybody. We're glad you're here in happyproductions.live. There you have it, folks. Conversation with Faith Boblet, the one and only. What a pleasure it was to chat with her. As always, these shows were pre-recorded, so on the radio show when they were live and the dates we mentioned and shows, things of that nature, made sense then. They probably don't now, but I still feel like a bulk of the conversations are worthy of your time. So even though those shows have passed, you can still sign up for Faith's email list. You can still go find her on social media and find out about future shows there. Once again, I'm Grant Glad. You can find me online, grantgladmusic.com or on the Instagram, grantgladmusic is the handle. Facebook, if you want to support the show, glad you're here, radio show. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it and looking forward to talking to you next week as well. Thanks again. Bye, folks.